When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in another beautiful Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks having some fun with you. We're going to go through all the games celebrate some of the good, the bad, the ugly of a, a big college football Saturday. Bucky, how was the week? Week was great, man. I can't complain. It is always great when we got football at the end of the weekend, and this is a fantastic Sunday full of games. With that beautiful clock ticking down, we always have our countdown uh, on the half hours. You'll get the updates from Isaac Lowenkron of the injury notes that we'll see floating across our social media landscape. Uh, but we'll, we'll take the quick rewind to the Thursday night game and, of course, college football, your Tar Heels with a big 20-point win know, over Virginia. That? Yeah, whooping on them. Uh, you needed that uh, to keep pace because Duke somehow inexplicably beat my beloved Northwestern Wildcats. Came <laughs> out with a 21-point first quarter. Uh, but the rant of it all is the expectation started to, to build. And maybe the big win over LSU by UCLA was part of a very long list of reasons that Clay Helton found himself fired Mm -hmm. uh, just recently. Uh, And then last night, Fresno State, it was one of my upset picks of the week, saying, hey, this could happen. People from 
listening on AM 570 here in LA were not happy with me. But you know what, Bucky? Here's the thing. I don't like going back like it's 1999 and having to refresh a box score to know what the hell's going on. Pac-12 Network. I know we've I mean, beaten this drum a lot. You can't even find it. Can't you couldn't watch game. this game. You can't find the game. Like It is disappointing because if you're UCLA, you want to be able to uh, build upon the momentum. You want everyone to kind of see. You want to continue to raise your profile as a national recruiting brand. And no one got a chance to really see that game. And even though it was a loss for them, it's something that you would have liked to have seen the Bruins play. And so there you have it where evidently it was pretty epic in terms of the end. They come back. They take the lead. Then Fresno State brings it all the way back in the last-minute drive. And it's one of those things that you want to see. It's unfortunate we can't get that thing done. I got to say, the uh, I, I'd be curious how many impressions I gave the website that I was working on the box card because I worked that thing out. Kind of like when it used to have the countdown for concert tickets going on sale and stuff, yeah. right? Where you click, 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 click. Uh, that was me last night. But uh, just a monster game. Fresno State now 3-1. and one. UCLA, the, the big loss, 40-37. As you say, that fourth quarter, uh, just insane. UCLA 20-14 uh, in that quarter. You get 34 points uh, in a college football quarter. That's uh, That's good for business. That's good for entertainment. If... You can see it. Now, let's hit the rewind button to Thursday night football. A couple of takeaways uh, or or notes that I I wanted to get your opinion on. Uh, First off, in the uh, waning moments, you have the opportunity, perhaps, uh, you've got the field goal pretty Mm -hmm. much in the bag, right? At least a solid attempt if you're the New York football giants. Saquon Barkley has run in mud, save for one carry the entire day, yet you run him twice. And take the ball out of Daniel Jones' hands, who's been making plays. Is that a nod to what Daniel Jones has been in the past, or is it we got to get Saquon involved if we're going to be good? So we've got to do it in this situation as well. No, it's not that. I think most coaches uh, in those situations thinks players over plays, and who is the trust factor in? And obviously, they feel like Saquon Barkley is their best offensive weapon. And so what you want to do is put the ball in the hands of the players that you trust the most, your best player. Because if you lose with your best player not getting it, you're okay. But there's a level of regret if you don't give the ball to your best player in those instances. So even though Daniel Jones played really, really well against the Washington football team on that day, it's still, in the end, it comes down to who do you trust the most. And they trusted Saquon Barkley. He wasn't able to get it done. But I can't fault them for putting the ball in the hands of their best player. Uh, how about the, this question further? The idea that you, you played so conservatively. Not not that you're expecting Taylor Heineke. You're trusting your defense, but that's a lot of time, clock stoppages and everything else, that you weren't aggressive with the play calling to well, try to put seven on the board instead of just saying, well, we've got three. Well, I mean, I think if, you, if you're this, right, the history with Daniel Jones is he has – had issues with turnovers. And I think what they want to do is they wanted to make sure that they didn't lose the game outright. You could say kind of keep your foot on the gas and keep pushing and keep going for it. But at the same time, you're trying to balance an aggressive mindset with knowing what your player is capable of, good and bad. And I think they opted for a more conservative approach because they were saying, even coming off of the ACL injury, my best player, our best player is Saquon Barkley. Maybe this will be the time where he pops when he gets us to first down and kind of ices the game. They weren't able to get it done. I think the bigger issue is not Saquon Barkley getting it. It's in those situations, you're depending on your offensive line. Your offensive line has to be able to take over the game in those points, and they weren't able to. 
Certainly uh, the trust issue. That was one of the first words I wrote on my little notes here. Uh, Bucky coming in, the, the would-be Slayton oh, yeah. touchdown. You know, that was that was a ball that's on the fingertips. It's got to be yeah, caught. You know, like, that's a tough one, though, because, like, that that is that is stretched out. It wasn't necessarily what I would call a, an egregious drop. It was outstretched. He might have had to leave his feet and lay out a little bit to go get it. It was a layup. It should have been a layup. It should have been a home run. Sometimes those fail connections between quarterback and wide receiver, they're no one's fault. But when a guy's wide open like that, of course, Daniel Jones wouldn't know that because he was under pressure, under duress. He sees he just kind of lets it up. You would like it to be an easy catch, not one that you have to kind of lay out for. Not quite the little uh, pop-up that uh, no. Derek Carr was able to do to Zay Jones on Monday Absolutely. night. But we'll get into that situation uh, as we talk about the Raiders uh, later on today going up against Pittsburgh, uh, a team that uh, there's still so many questions about uh, as we get into week two. The last one from the Thursday night game, Bucky, uh, Taylor Heineke played well, played big spots. Same thing going the, the other direction after they got the ball. Mm-hmm. They they weren't very aggressive in trying to push the ball either. So it comes down to the field goal, obviously an offsides call disputed by many mm-hmm. uh, as we go. But uh, look, you get the offsides, you make the 43-yarder, you get your win, and you go home. But now he says, you know, B was asked, and look, I like the candor. Yeah, I think I've done enough to earn the trust and at least a shot to start. I mean, th- this offense get, gets – kind of hyped with him behind center. I mean, not that Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't that guy, but we've seen him turn into a pumpkin in the past. Now you got an injury. Uh, um, Heineke, did Heineke show you enough between last year and this to say, hey, let's see what he can do? I think I think Heineke right now is probably the sensible play, obviously because Ryan Fitzpatrick is hurt. If they were both there together, I can understand why you would go to Tyler Heineke. But here's where we really understand where Heineke is. It's one thing to do it in one game in two games. The solid quarterbacks are able to do it over a consistent period. The great quarterbacks do it no matter who they face, when they're playing, and those things. And so the more that people are able to build a book out on Taylor Heineke, the tougher it will be. And then we'll get a chance to see, does he have more in his arsenal than just a fastball? Does he have a repertoire of pitches that allows him to be able to be successful against a bunch of different coverages, a bunch of different approaches and attacks. Right now, it's the newness of Taylor Heineke that kind of forces defensive coordinators to pause. You roll out dice, hey, do we blitz him? Is it somebody that we play coverage against? Do we mush rush him? They don't know that because they haven't seen him enough. Ask me again after week four what I think about Heineke because then that's when you can build out a book and that's when you begin to really game plan and figure out this is what he likes to do. Let's take that away and see if he has anything else. Yeah, we'll have to look also just defensively really quick to make the note. Chase Young came off the field a number of times. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they played 83, 85, whatever that number was. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive snaps against the Chargers just a few days prior. But that was kind of curious because he was coming off on third down, what would be normally rush situations. Uh, so I think just something to hang a star on to watch those defensive alignments going forward. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's something to be, uh, I guess, pay attention to. I think the one thing with Chase Young and pass rushes in general, there are only so many snaps that you can handle in a game. Uh, it's only so many snaps that you can pass rush and be effective in those things. Normally, you're right around that 40 play mark is kind of where things begin to break down. And as a defense overall, once you get over 65 plays as a defense, they begin to fall apart. It's just the body, everything. It's not conditioning. It just Your defense typically falls apart once you get over that 65 play mark. 
And so I think with Washington, the Washington football team, they have so many players up front that can rotate in. They're trying to keep Chase Young fresh because ultimately your pass rusher needs to be your Mariano Rivera. He needs to be mm-hmm. the closer. And so you need the closer in the fourth quarter. And so you're trying to spell him. So when it's the guy to have it down, the money down in the fourth quarter, he can deliver with a strip sack or a big-time play. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday here, Fox Sports Radio. You get Bucky. You find his work during the week on Fox Sports. Uh, You've got him uh, on air here, obviously, Fox Sports Radio, on Twitter, at Bucky Brooks, doing all sorts of analysis. The NFL Network, you see him on the couch, uh, virtually, of course, uh, on on FS1 during the week. So he's like Savoir Faire. He's everywhere. Uh, Me, you find me over at Swollen Dome. Uh, We'll have rankings up later. We'll do your sit-start questions as we go off the air. Uh, About 8 a.m. Pacific time, so 11 o'clock Eastern. We'll knock that stuff out. Uh, We'll do game picks as the show goes on of course and why don't we just get started there we got a a nice matchup of AFC East teams and uh, well both came off kind of sloppy games a week ago Bills and Dolphins alright Bills three and a half point favorites one of seven road favorites when you start incorporating the betting lines over the course of this week. Not a lot of injury notes here, which is great. Miami is clean uh, for the Bills. Gabriel Davis, uh, second-year wide receiver, ankle injury. He's on uh, Latulale, the defensive tackle. Why we love celebrating big you know, fire plug guys in the middle uh, with a calf, but expected to play. With Buffalo last week, uh, a loss to the Steelers. Mm. We always know the Steelers' defense is going to get there. Just Josh Allen and, and company couldn't find a rhythm, couldn't solve uh, what Pittsburgh was cooking. On the other side, Miami escapes with a victory over New England. A huge Damian Harris fumble late, went in field goal range. Everything you play for, ball security. We'll see if he's in the doghouse. We'll talk about New England in a bit. But this is one uh, 47 and a half, the, the total on this one, Bucky, uh, which seems a little high uh, given the strength of this both these teams being defense. Yeah, no, defense is the calling card for both teams. And this is a game where ultimately it's going to come down to this when you look at it. Uh, Do the Miami Dolphins blitz or do they elect to cover? The Miami Dolphins typically like to come after you. They're one of the uh, highest-ranking blitz teams when it comes to bringing five or more. Um, Josh Allen, though, in the past has torn them up when they blitzed him. Uh, Passer rating of 126, 8 to 0, touchdown to interception ratio. Last week, the Pittsburgh Steelers only blitzed on 3% of their defensive snaps and had success because they made Josh Allen fit the ball into windows and coverage. I'm believing the thing, I believe the Miami Dolphins will follow a similar plan. More coverage. Let's see if Josh Allen can be a guy that has to throw with touch, timing, and anticipation. Better yet, can we see if he can play a disciplined style from the pocket? That's typically not how he likes to get down. It's funny because you mentioned the the Steelers and that blitz rate. As you're watching the game, you're noting it's like this is not your normal Pittsburgh Steelers uh, mm-hmm. defense, right? In, mm-hmm. in terms of laying back, normally you will bring more pressure. And you watched the struggles, and now it we I, you hate to say after one game is the book out. The book has always been out on Josh Allen because here's what happens with young quarterbacks. It's a lot easier for a guy like Josh Allen to read and recognize man coverage that typically accompanies blitz than zone. Man coverage, if he sees those guys turn their backs and run, it gives him the option to, A, find my guy or take off running. 
Well, now when you see people drop back into coverage, now you got to know exactly where to go with the football. And do I have the timing and anticipation to throw it in the window before the defense is, defense is closed? For a guy who has accuracy issues, coverage can be confounding. Also, it also allows you to keep all your man, your eyes on Josh Allen. So when he takes off running, you can rally him and tackle him. So this is something that he will continue to see. We'll see if he's good enough to deal with it. I like that you rallied back to that one because that was going to be the final point. Because if he does take off, you got a guy in coverage. That's all he's doing is yeah. now tracking him. So. Absolutely. So you got, got you got more guys in coverage. You can see what's going on. You can make plays. And so it's a sensible strategy. We'll see if Josh Allen can handle it. If he can't, he's guaranteed to see it week in, week after. On the other side, you got Tua Tungavailoa, Tua Tua. 202 yards, touchdown, interception, 16 to 27. Gaskin, just 49 yards on the ground. Not that you're expecting huge fireworks against New England's defense, but uh, what gives here? Uh, it's all about the ball coming out. So, Tua Tungabaloa, uh, in his career, when he has time to throw, if it's under two and a half seconds, 74.4 completion rate, 8 to 2 touchdown to interception ratio, and a passer rating of 102. Anything beyond that, the numbers drop significantly. So, if you're the Buffalo Bills and you're playing Tua Tungabaloa, you need to match up outside. You need to lock them down, meaning press coverage, disrupt the timing of the routes, and make Tua Tungabaloa hold on to the ball. When he is unable, to have his primary read, he tends to struggle. You want to make that clock extend, make him have to figure out where to go because typically when he does that, bad things happen. We've got Craig Rolstad. I mean, we got to give the, give the referees love because they get such derision. We'll give it to the love here, and you make a note of it, so then you have somebody else you can curse uh, if things go wrong for your team on the TV. All right, Buffalo minus three and a half on the road. What say you? I'm going to go to Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins Taking are- them out, right? The Miami Dolphins, I'm taking them out right. The Miami Dolphins are a good team. They're a solid team. This is one of what we call these measurement stick games. If you're a playoff team, you have to be able to beat playoff teams that have traditionally been in the tournament. The Dolphins need to beat the Bills to prove to themselves that they're playoff worthy. This is a game I think is a must-win game for them. I think they play with that kind of urgency. I dig it. I'll take Buffalo to win. Same thing. That that level of urgency, able to make one more play downfield. But I, I, that hook gets me so i'll take miami plus the three and a half uh seven and ten so far against spread that means 50 bucks already going to charities uh and i've got to do for 50 miles on the treadmill this is we run it all Mm. the way through the season and then those miles have to be redeemed Mm. and sweated out uh before week one of the 2022 season he's bucky brooks i'm mike Harmon. he's the information man all i'm doing is laying it up like i'm i don't know insert your favorite point guard here on Mm. Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we turn our attention to the Windy City. One team coming off a huge win. The other, I don't know that the national narrative is 100% correct. We'll talk about that next on Fox. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio. Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. We're having fun with you. Racing through all the news and information you need to get you ready. Maybe to... uh, Win your pick bets against your friends, bar bets, all the news and information uh, to make you uh, a, a better fan and viewer. And uh, I'll talk to <laughs> at Bucky Brooks on Twitter, where you find him. Find me over at Swollen Dome. And well, without further ado, a big game in the Windy City. Let's go. Bengals and Bears. All right, we got the Bears, a narrow one-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under on this one at 45. Cincinnati coming off a huge win over Minnesota. Depleted Minnesota defense, as we'll talk about a little bit later. A better defensive front for Cincinnati. uh, And great returns, at least for week one, of Joe Mixon. One of those guys, Mm -hmm. you feed him the ball as a runner and receiver while he's on the field. Because, as we know, some injury history. The Bears... 
Well, they were on, on national television, and sometimes some of the narratives I heard this week, Bucky, I'm not sure how much people actually watch the game yeah. uh, in terms of what the Bears' offense kind of did. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> First down totals, total yards, Montgomery, one of five backs, over 100 yards. Yeah. Uh, random note today, though, 50th anniversary of Soldier Field. Oh, this 50 should be a big one. Today. This should be a big one. This should be a lot of excitement, a lot of energy in the building. Soldier Field. Land Clark and his crew working this one. Uh, Andy Dalton, obviously the big story that everybody wanted. And I think that's part of what drove the week that came was everybody so wanted Justin Fields that no matter what Andy Dalton did, it wasn't going to matter. No, it's going to be like that. It's going to be like that until the fans give what they want, which is Justin Fields. Now, Matt Nagy has held firm. He's talked about Andy Dalton being their quarterback, and they'll play the young guy when he's ready. And so we need to see how this offense evolves because I'm going to be honest with you, when they played the Rams, that was a very competitive game into the fourth quarter. A couple things didn't go to Bears' way, and the Rams were able to stretch it out. But this was a game that was within a score and very competitive because Montgomery had a solid game. Andy Dalton, for the most part, had a very solid game. Didn't have the major mistakes early in the game to keep them in it. And so – I think the Bears have to stay the course. Yeah, the interception that was uh, put on Dalton by the coach, and I keep wondering if Darnell Mooney wasn't supposed to stop at the goal line. It is what it is. You know, it, it goes down as a pick one way or the other. But they did move the ball to that point. And two drives, they brought Justin Fields in, and you could just see the rhythm go go right out, right? You're moving the ball down the down the field. They're doing no huddle. And then it's like, all right, here's the long switch out while Andy goes to the sideline and Fields come in. It's like, and then you call the play that you would have called with Andy Dalton anyway. Yeah, it's, it's really forced. And so it's going to be hard in a forced situation where Justin Fields comes in for a play, is off the field for a play. If it's not what we talk about, the platoon system, where either they're kind of coming and going every other player or a series of plays or alternating series, the rhythm is going to be messed up. Just putting him in there for one play, I don't think does anybody no. any good. <laughs> so they have to make a decision on how they best can utilize Justin Fields. If not, they just need to let Andy Dalton be the quarterback until he plays out of the position. Yeah, it was just another, and maybe a confirmation bias because I always felt this way, uh, Matt Nagy might need to just go back to coordinating. Oh. Uh, but that that's, hey, look, he's 4-1 to favorite to mm. be the first guy fired. Uh, this year. Although the Bears, if they owe you money, they're not firing you. Uh, that's, that's just history. And Jamar Chase did the greatest rope-a-dope of all time of convincing people he couldn't catch. And then comes out with a monster game one uh, for Joe Burrow who got to give the offensive line credit. I know Minnesota's got some guys banged up, but they did the job, kept him upright, and let him distribute. Now, they did do a job, good job of keeping him upright and letting him distribute. But really, when you look at this Bengals offense, it's funny because um, Joe Mixon has called them the Fabulous Five. And he talks about Joe Burrow himself, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins being able to make plays happen. And so I like what I'm seeing. In fact, Zach Taylor's done a good job of kind of remaking the old version of the L.A. Rams when they had Jerry Goff and Ty Gurley. This offense runs through Joe Mixon. That means less is more for Joe Burrow. We've seen one of the only other player to do this. 70% completion rating, 200 passing yards, two touchdowns, and the first 11 starts, Pat Mahomes. So Joe Burrow has special stuff if they can just keep him on the pitch count and allow them to run this offense through Joe Mixon. That was a nice little comparison there, That a nugget that I'll make sure goes viral a little bit later. <laughs> Trey Wayne's Ricardo Allen out in the defensive secondary for the Bengals. Uh, Larry Borum, uh, the offensive lineman out, and Eddie Goldman 
probably going to miss this one again. He missed week one against the Rams. Bears minus one and a half. Uh, I think the national narrative just dumped all over the Bears. Again, the wanting wishing of Justin mm-hmm. Fields. So I'll take the Bears minus the narrow margin here. Ooh, you're taking the Bears minus the narrow margin. I'm taking the Bengals because I love controversy, and I think if the Bengals win this one, <laughs> man, the voices that begin to escalate in the Windy City for Justin Fields, it goes crazy. Give me the Bengals in an outright win. I think Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon have big games against the Bears. Defense. See, what will be fun about this is if it really goes, goes to hell we'll see who watched the game and who didn't really fast in terms of analysis coming off this one all right next Texans at Browns. Yeah, sometimes you have to put a game that you know you're not going to spend a lot of time on in uh, short windows here. Uh, But we look at a huge 13.5 point spread for this one. Cleveland comes in, the monster favorite. Houston uh, had that monster game one. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll take one credit. One of my seven wins against the spread in week one. Uh, There it was. Uh, But 48, the the over-under. Cleveland controlling the game. Nearly six yards of pop on the ground against KC. And then in the final minutes, it was all right, Baker. It's your turn. Can't do it. Can Lovey Smith uh, frustrate him enough to keep this a game, Bucky? Uh, this is going to be a tough one for the Houston Texans in terms of being able to control it because the Browns are at they be- at are at their best when they're running the rock, and I think they run the rock better than anybody except the Baltimore Ravens. They come downhill, Chubb, Hunt, controlling it. Baker Mayfield, though, has to do a better job of making plays when plays need to be made by the quarterback. And so this means in the fourth quarter, when you need the quarterback to make a handful of passes, he has to be able to do it. It's been a pattern where he has not been able to do it when they put the game on him. The Texans are going to try and make a concerted effort to be able to do it. I don't know if they can get the game in that favor where they can put it on Baker Mayfield, but I know they're going to try like the different. Chris Hubbard out on the O-line, triceps injury, and Odell Beckham Jr. with the knee. Uh, when we can expand back to long format, you know, bye weeks and stuff, Odell Beckham's mm-hmm. one of the guys I think we need to kind of talk about where he is uh, in his career. But Cleveland minus 13 and a half. I love the plucky Texans, mm-hmm. but I think they get buried here. I'll take Cleveland minus the points. Okay, I'm going to take the Texans with the points because it's the Tyrod Taylor redemption tour. This is Ooh, one like that, that is personal yeah. for him. He was a starting quarterback in Cleveland, gets dumped. Baker Mayfield replaces him, even though they have the friendly shank, friendly handshake before the game. Tyrod Taylor is going to be at his best. You saw Tyrod Taylor play really, really well yeah. against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wouldn't discount it. He has been a very solid player throughout his career. I think he plays well today. I've always been a fan of Tyrod Taylor. No question about it. Uh, glad he's got like another, he's the guy with the craziest resume the last three years. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, he's got a book. Or at least, uh, <laughs> look, if we can keep making series about the 85 Bears and 86 Mets, that guy at least deserves a 30 for 30 of, here, look at all this crazy stuff that happened with you at quarterback. How do you feel about all this? Oh, man, it's, 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 it is a bananas thing. But that performance against Jacksonville extended his career another two years because Probably he yes, will be sir. sought after as a highly coveted backup quarterback no matter what. But this was a really good performance for him last week. We'll see if he can duplicate it this week. There we go. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. We'll continue with the games coming up next. A, a big one uh, in Steeltown. But first, it's Isaac Lowenkraut with the updates of what's happening across 
our vast sporting universe. Hi, Ilo. Hello, Michael. Hello, Bucky. Let us start with the big college football game last night. Over 109,000 in the house to watch 10th-ranked Penn State knock off number 22 Auburn, 28-20. Sean Clifford completed 28 of 32 for 280 with two touchdown passes. Number 23 BYU forced four turnovers in a 27-17 win over 19th-ranked Arizona State. The Cougars improved to 3-0. At the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, 13th-ranked UCLA coming off its huge win over LSU, hosting Fresno State, but UCLA holding on to a narrow lead over Fresno State in the dying seconds. Here are Paul Loeffler, Pat Hill, and Cam Worrell on Fox Sports 1340 in Fresno. Shotgun snap, blitz coming. Hayner for the corner. Touchdown! Touchdown! Fresno State! And with 14 seconds left in the Rose Bowl, (laughs) the Bulldogs once again again have recaptured the lead that says it all they would go on to upset ucla 40 to 37 as hayner threw for 455 yards insult was added to injury after the game when the fresno state football twitter account posted quote see you next time los angeles unquote the loss in los angeles was spelled with two s's Ouch. Speaking of ouch, also last night, guys, FCS Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks, out of Flagstaff, upset Arizona 21-19, their first win over the Wildcats since 1932. Rough night for the Pac-12. Back to you guys. Well, go check in on our buddy Arnie Spanier at Isaac Lowenkrod, where you find him on Twitter. Uh, all the news and information. Our, our team making a sound so pretty uh, this morning. Chris Perfett on the ones and twos. Check him out on Twitter. And uh, Nick Battaglia, our executive producer, at Merck with one arm. M-E-R-C. Uh, Bucky Brooks with me. I'm Mike Harmon. Thanks for hanging out with us, making us part of your Sunday morning. Be remiss, uh, Brad Rogers and his team, uh, the officials for Texans Browns, because the next one's the big one, because you know it's a family favorite. And let's get to it. Raiders at Steelers. All right, the tale of two wins that uh, well, kind of left you scratching your head with both of them. Uh, this is your Jerome Boger game of the week. So he's a spotlight referee uh, as you go. The Steelers six and a half point favorites as the Raiders travel to Pittsburgh after the Monday night win. 46 and a half your total on short weeks with John Gruden. The Raiders are one in six. So we got that stat in the back back of it all. Big Ben, the question after watching him work, struggle, struggling to steal from Joe Namath to his 188 yards and, a, and one touchdown performance. A little bit of hand wringing of what am I seeing here, Bucky? Is it the the end or was this just week one of all right? It's Buffalo. It's a strong opponent. Uh, better days ahead. I mean, it's a combination of both. Buffalo is a really good opponent. Obviously, their playoff team. Some have. Uh, kind of predicted them to be a Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger is an older quarterback, and when you're older, things begin to look different. For Ben Roethlisberger, he doesn't have the arm strength and the pop that he used to have. He can't necessarily push the ball down the field like he wants to or like he was able to in his prime. However, 
His mind is his biggest weapon. His ability to see and process defenses, get the ball out and get into the hands of playmakers, he still can do that. But now what he needs more than ever, he needs the support and calf the supporting cast to play at a high rate each and every week. And so we saw more quick passes. We saw the ball come out of his hands. We didn't see a lot of production, but as they go forward, I think this wide receiver core would do it. But really, the running game has to be a bigger part of the equation for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 16 carries, 45 yards for Najee Harris, the highly heralded rookie uh, in week one against Buffalo. Not that you would have been expecting a monster day in week one against that opponent but that just ranked 30th in terms of output amongst running backs Richie Incognito still out with the calf Josh Jacobs toe and ankle sidelines him so Kenyon Drake whether you love or hate the Drake there's your Seinfeld reference of the morning it's him (laughs) uh, and Peyton Barber will split carries a lot of uh, folks leaning that Peyton Barber may be uh, the lead back there Uh, Yannick Ngakwe uh, is questionable with the hammy they've had some injuries in the secondary that that pile up a bit we saw against Baltimore the attrition on the defensive side of things for for Baltimore and and we'll talk about them in in full force when we get to their their squad because they're crumbling uh right now there are injuries all over the place but for the Raiders a monster win the all-out blitz the easy toss to to Zay Jones to make things happen Derek Carr a guy that we always kind of question where do we put him on the pantheon of Mm -hmm. NFL quarterbacks and certainly the hype machine off of a big win on Monday night football is in full effect Look, it it is in full effect. Here's the thing that you have to look for in this game. When you play a late game versus a team that is really, really physical, it is really hard to recover. And so what could happen in this game, the Baltimore Ravens may have staggered the Las Vegas Raiders. The Pittsburgh Steelers may knock them out. Because physically playing two physical teams back-to-back, it's hard to get right. And so that may explain a little bit about the John Gruden 1-6 record after those on a short week. I, I just like the Steelers in this one. The Steelers, to me, are a much better team. I expect to see them play well on both sides of the ball. And the blitzing they didn't do against Josh Allen, oh, I suspect we're going to see an awful lot of that yeah, against I, I think Carr. I think they heat him up. The thing is, do they have an answer for Darren Waller? Darren Waller getting almost 20 targets is ridiculous to even think right. about. So now you have to have an answer for how do we want to defend Darren Waller while we're attacking, um, attacking the quarterback, Derek Carr. They have enough guys. Keep an eye on Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick may lean towards Darren Waller's side more just to make sure they can neutralize him. It's really funny because watching games, there's there's always that one guy that you're just like, how is he open? Like, and Darren Waller, no no disrespect. Everybody's a professional on the field. But those wide receivers are, are, yeah, are make, at this point, they're Jags. Yeah, make okay? them just, just a guy. Just a guy. Make, make those other guys beat you. So make sure you do everything that you need to do to take care of Darren Waller and see if they can find somebody else who can get a win. There you go. I'm with you. I'll take Pittsburgh. Lay in the point, six and a half, your total there. All right, let's get one more in. Broncos and Jaguars. I think folks slept on the Broncos in week one. This week on the road against the Jaguars that got pummeled. Yeah, some saver points uh, and fantasy love for you if you uh, wanted to start Trevor Lawrence. You got the three touchdowns. You also got a lot of hits and three interceptions. Broncos, six-point favorites on the road in this one. 45 is your total. Uh, Denver, and and we see the the Giants, while they may not be great, they're going to be game, right? They are going to fight and 
Now Joe Judge just has to clean up some of the mess, uh, as we saw with the number of penalties and such. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater, also known as Teddy Two Gloves, 264-2. and two. Gordon efficient, had the big run. Mm. You got Javante Williams mm-hmm. out of North Carolina there. He's in the bullpen. Uh, he had 45 on 14 carries, so actually out-carried Gordon in week one. So if you're getting 146 yards out of the run game and Von Miller and company get to pin their ears back, good things are going to happen. And I think it's another long day for Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence and company. Yeah, this could be a tough one. The Denver Broncos defense is uh, championship caliber. Uh, The two pass rushers, uh, Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, both of those guys on the field, like his problems for the opposing team. And then with Teddy Bridgewater, what Teddy Bridgewater has done, he's given them a caretaker at the position, meaning he is not going to give the ball away. That means their odds go up because as long as this team doesn't turn the ball over, they're going to be in every game because Vic Fangio is going to do a great job of keeping this defense in line to make sure that the score is kept down. I like the Broncos in this one. This is a very, very tough task for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just want Urban to kind of relax and go easy. It's a long season. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, well, and that's just it. It's one report after the next that just has you scratch your head. You got former players of his coming out and saying, oh, yeah, I'm not shocked that there's personality conflicts. Again, coming from college where everything everything works, and, and in pre-NIL, nobody was making any money, at least not above board. Mm-hmm. And now you come to the NFL, and everybody's making nearly what you are, or perhaps dwarfing what you're making. Uh, they're not going to ne- listen to the uh, coach them up necessarily the same way. Uh, this one is the Clay Martin crew. I got to be consistent. We're going to talk about officiating crews because uh, then we have somebody else to blame if things go wrong. Jerry Judy out on the IR. That means more Tim Patrick, perhaps a little more of Hamler uh, as well as we go. But I agree with Bucky. I think Denver too much, too balanced, and a team that's going to be fighting for a playoff berth and people are going to look up and go, wait a minute, what happened here? Because that roster is pretty strong. Yeah, the roster is pretty strong. And if they play the right way, they're going to win a ton of games. And so it's all about the quarterback, number five. As long as Teddy Bridgewater takes care of the football, the Denver Broncos are going to win a ton of games this season. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we go to Indianapolis. Get Frank Reich and Carson Wentz with cameras now in the building for in-season hard knocks. Makes no sense to me. Uh, Make a turnaround with the high-powered Rams coming to town. We'll break that game down next here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, guys, it's Steve Covino from Covino and Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. And we're back. Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks having some fun with you going through the games of week two. Be careful as you're out there, out and about. Maybe you're already tailgating. If you are, salute. Get those mimosas up. Get those Bloody Marys up. Maybe just a nice, big, strong cup of coffee. Maybe you added something a little extra to your coffee. I don't know. Whatever's working for you. Uh, Or you're sitting at home reading the newspaper, walking the dog, whatever. We appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time and being part of our team here at Fox Sports Radio. You can find Bucky's work at Bucky Brooks on Twitter. See him all over. NFL Network, FS1, here on Fox Sports Radio. Read him, foxsports.com, all throughout the Fox Sports interactive world. So much going on. You got any other podcasts or anything you want to promote? No, that's it. That's Did it. I get everything? Get it all. I think we got it all. All right, cool. We get it all. Uh, you find me over at Swollen Dome. I'm just a guy. Uh, let's get back into the games. Rams at Colts. Ram it all day. Ram it all night. That big play after big play against the Bears on Sunday Night Football. 48 is your total. Three and a half. The Rams yet another of the road favorites in this game against Carson Wentz. 
Taylor and company, they put up a uh, lackluster effort, would be the kind way to say it, against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, And now you have the Rams. People saw Matthew Stafford hitting receivers downfield uh, up until one of the plays on Thursday night. It was one of the craziest yardage of separation ever on the long pass to Cooper Cup. But clean pocket, big arm. Sean McVay has got to be thrilled at what he's looking at uh, going forward. And Daryl Henderson acquitted himself fairly nicely on the ground as well against the Bears front. 16 carries, 70 yards, cleaned up a uh, review for a touchdown. Indianapolis and Wentz, they get Fisher back. Uh, I don't think that's enough. (laughs) No, look, I don't think that's enough. I think one thing, keep an eye on with the L.A. Rams. Everyone wanted to know how Matthew Stafford was going to upgrade this offense after watching it with Jared Goff. Well, what we're seeing is Sean McVay is utilizing play-action passes. Matthew Stafford against the Bears was 8 of 8 on play-action. 19.4 yards per attempt, two touchdowns, zero intercepts, and a perfect passer rating. And a clean jersey. That that needs to be noted in all of that. Very clean. So when you think about a guy who loves to push the ball down the field, the best way to do it is to play-action, almost max protect, and let those guys uncover. We saw Matthew Stafford do it. He did it well. The Indianapolis Colts have to do a great job of parking their safeties in the parking lot, make Matthew Stafford take the check downs. He has to throw it underneath. You cannot allow this Rams team to throw the ball over the top of the defense. It reminds me of the Golden State Warriors when they were in their prime doing that run. The deep ball is like the three-point shot for the Warriors. It feeds it feeds this team. They get energized off the big play. No big plays. Uh, if I am the Indianapolis Colts, has to be a priority. I, I like I like that analysis, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you'll see more of them. Uh, Xavier Rhodes at corner is out today. You've got Julian Blackman's safety uh, is questionable. Uh, Kari Willis is questionable. And you've got Quiddy Pay with the hamstring. Hmm. There's four guys uh, right there. Uh, they do have Quentin Nelson. He's uh, on the list, as he should be most of the season, between the foot and the backyotomy. Uh, but they do get Eric Fisher back. Uh, we'll see what he's like coming off the Achilles. Uh, again, three and a half, the Rams. There, there's a gut feeling that Indy puts up a fight. But I can't, I can't make the parts fit. You can't Bucky, make the parts fit? In terms of... Carson Wentz and company really no. challenging here. No, here's how they can challenge. They can challenge if they're able to run the football and shrink the game. Which is what we saw the Bears effective with yeah. David Montgomery a week yeah, ago. Yeah, but understand this also. The Colts basically faced the same offense a week ago when they took on Seattle. Seattle and the Rams run the same plays. In fact, uh, in talking to people, they talked to people with the Colts. They said, look, our game plan will be essentially the same in terms of we saw the same things on film from this team that we saw the previous week. So that should help them. It's about running the football and seeing if they can play from in front. If they can play from in front, that gives them a chance to control the game, slow the game down, and then put the pressure on Matthew Stafford to have to make some plays. Three and a half is the line. I'm going to take the Rams to win it. I'll take the the hook, so I'll take the Colts uh, as they celebrate uh, Jim Irsay on a lot of hard knocks. Oh, wow, man. A lot of, lot of celebration. I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, I'll go with the Rams outright as well. This is a team that I feel like is fantastic. They're one of the best teams in the league. We'll see what Sean McVay and company do. Big road matchup here. Colts were one of everybody's darling picks Mm -hmm. uh, until they all started jumping off in the final (laughs) days of the preseason. Uh, Coming up next, we've got an AFC East battle. 
And then Sunday Night Football features a couple of would-be heavyweights, but one of them is coming in with a number of injuries. I don't know that they'd let this fight continue if it was actually a boxing match. He's Bucky. I'm Mike, and this is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go play Places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Here we are, hour two of the program, rolling along. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks on your Fox Football Sunday. Coming up at the top of the hour, you got Carissa, Colin, and the crew. And then, of course, 
Fox NFL Sunday, leading you into kickoff. All the news and notes you'll need from Jay Glazer uh, throughout the rest of the morning. And, of course, Isaac Lohenkron giving you the updates uh, for the next hour with us. Uh, at Bucky Brooks, where you find him on Twitter each week. Also breaking down all games and news and notes for Fox Sports, FS1, NFL Network, scouting, uh, all the all the reports you need. Bucky's got them. Uh, stats for days. <laughs> hey, man, you know, we, we elevate our team, right? We, we rise up because, look, uh, I'll be your hype man. I mean, nothing wrong with that. I like, I like, I like hype. I mean, I got, I, I got the, the red glass frames. I got a couple of near top hats in my fedora collection that I can bring out. And, you know, I could be the, the ringmaster. Mm-hmm. I got you. Uh, find me over at Swollen Dome in about an hour from now. We'll start looking at the sit starts for the uh, fantasy world as well. Uh, but our business is getting through the games, giving you a little bit of insight as to what we've seen, what we expect to see later on today. So let's get back to an AFC East battle. Patriots and Jets. All right, Patriots with the crushing defeat in a defensive game against Miami. The Damian Harris fumble uh, loomed large in that one. They were in field goal range. Uh, They are big favorites, though, on the road. Another one of the road favorites, six points favorites over the New York football Jets. 43 uh, is your total uh, in this one. Nelson Aguilar had a touchdown for New England. We'd question the dollars spent on his contract. Well, he found Mac Jones found him. Mac Jones trusted him. 281-1 and one for Jones on the other side. Offensive line absolutely leaky and problematic. Mekhi Becton now down on IR for the Jets. That's a massive loss. Not just because he's a big man, but because of what he means to that squad. Uh, and then you look at uh, Zach Wilson, though. He just kept playing. Right? Get up. Keep mm-hmm. moving. And and they tried in the New York media. Oh, how they tried, Bucky, to get him to go after his line, after the position coaches, the play callers. They came at it from every angle, and he spoke like he was a 15-year veteran. He gave them nothing. No, I, I love the way he handled it. I love the way he handled everything about it. This game comes down to the two quarterbacks and how both of these guys respond to the blitz. Last week, Zach Wilson had a tough time against the blitz. He was blitzed on about 27% of the play, his dropbacks. Time to throw was like 3.19, but he just couldn't find guys. 4.4 was his yard per attempt, and his eight passer rating was at 80. Contrast that to Mac Jones. Mac Jones was blitzed almost 50% of the time. Got the ball out of his hands quickly, was efficient and effective. And so how do both of these young guys handle the pressure? Do they wilt under it or do they respond? I think for Zach Wilson, getting Jamison Crowder to come back should give him a weapon over the middle of the field, someone he can target. The easiest throw versus pressure is the quick slant from the slot receiver. Jamison Crowder being back should help them. I like this matchup. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than we anticipate. For New England, we saw Mac Jones, right? Obviously, the offensive line. I mean, oh, you mean the great Mac Jones. After one week, everyone is celebrating. He's Tom Brady 2.0. <laughs> so let's make sure we put that in front of his name. The great <laughs> Mac Jones. Uh, as you can tell, a lot of sarcasm uh, coming oh, from both these great. microphones along the way. Hey, you know what? The long road begins with the first step. Uh, look, and it was a loss. That's the thing that always gets me. It's like, you know, after week one, and we'll get into Dallas a little bit later. It's like, oh, look at Dak. They lost. And they played just like they had to in years past. And really, but for one or two plays, I'm looking at you, Chris Godwin, it could have been a blowout in a big way by the Buccaneers. But if you're putting up big stats, 
that that's not helping me, mm-hmm. right? In the end, you, it's it's all about W's, and, and that's in New England. That's all that matters. Yeah. Close calls against teams that you're competitive with and should beat. And look, it's a Damian Harris fumble, and we'll probably have a different narrative. But the reality is, you didn't score. No. Right? If you if you don't if you can't top seventeen, you don't deserve to win in this league. That is the thing. You have to put points up. And this is a team, though, that has to play the style that they played. It has to be about the defense, the running game, and slowly easing Mac Jones into this. Had a lot of attempts, but it's still a very controlled passing game. A lot of dink and dunks, a lot of balls getting out quickly, allow the playmakers on the outside to make plays and kind of stay on schedule. We'll continue to see that from the Patriots because this is the best path to victory for them. Sean Hockley and his crew uh, bringing the gun show uh, to this AFC East battle. Six points is the spread here, Bucky. 43 the total. So not expecting a lot of offense there. That is a very low total in today's NFL. Uh, New England, methodical enough to get a W? Yeah, I think the Patriots get the W. That line is tight. I'm going to go with the Patriots, making sure they cover. Tight, though. I think this I, game might I be think, I think because it's, it's just inside that touchdown, I'll stick yeah. with the Patriots getting it done, but but I'm with you. This, this has the feel. And look, I, I, I don't want to say this too loudly because it w- might wake my weeknight partner, Jay. Jason Smith up. I really like this kid. <laughs> Zach Wilson. Like all the hype of all some, these other guys. He got some stuff to That him, guy's yeah. got some zip to the ball, and he's already, I, th- I think, figured out maybe deal- watching how people dealt with his mom all offseason might have taught him some extra <laughs> lessons. But we'll leave that for another time. Other tales. All right, let's get to our next game. My name Chiefs at Ravens. Sunday night football. The Kansas City Chiefs, another road favorite. Four points on the road at Baltimore. 54. A nice robust total in your over-under. As we look at it, Cleet Blakeman and company get the assignment. When we go through the walking wounded for the Ravens, Bucky, I can take up the next 10 minutes. Uh, Mm. Talking about the number of players that are hurt on defense. But the one that stands out is Ronnie Stanley yeah. on that offensive line. He comes back. That was one of the big things they were hanging their hat on. It's like, all right, Ronnie Stanley after an injury coming back. Now he's out again, and Villanueva got worked. He got worked last week. So uh, for Lamar Jackson, he's going to need an awful lot of Tyson Williams and trying to establish that run game. Yeah, they're going to need a lot of a lot of work. A lot of key contributors are going to have to step up and play above, I would say, maybe their, their, their pay grade. This game comes down to which team can stick to their style. I still believe the Baltimore Ravens haven't gone back and reverted back to the style that is best for them. Last week against the Raiders, you saw a lot of four wide receiver sets spread all over the field. My issue with that is when you put all the wide receivers on the field, you add more speed to the field on defense. The Ravens in the past were able to win when they had one wide receiver, three tight ends on the field. So now you have Lamar Jackson playing against other bigs. Significant advantage for the speedster. In this game, it has to be about putting the big guys on the field and making the Kansas City Chiefs defend the running game. Because if this becomes a shootout, as we've seen in the past, 0-3 versus the Chiefs, Lamar Jackson is completing 52% of his passes, 170 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, but the pass rating is only 78.9. They can now make this a shootout because they don't have enough firepower to outlast or outgun the Chiefs. This has to be an ugly game, and if the Ravens aren't committed to making it an ugly game, it could be an ugly game for them. 
491 total yards allowed to the Raiders. That just doesn't sound right coming out of your mouth. Uh, 491 yards allowed to the Raiders uh, a week ago. Some curious defensive calls also against Derek Carr. They weren't getting home, yet they continued to sell out. Not that you want to change your identity, but you've got to recognize where you've got some deficiencies, right? Because you don't have Peters. You didn't have Jimmy Smith. So you were already down, and then you had a couple of in-game injuries that made life even tougher. Yeah, so this this is tough, man, because what the Ravens also have to acknowledge on defense, what they're lacking. Wink Martindale, who is one of the best defense coordinators in the league, called the game as if he had his full complement of playmakers and weapons on the outside. He can't do it. No Jimmy Smith, no Marcus Peters. you got to be careful about the amount of cover zero that you utilize. We'll see a much better effort from the Baltimore Ravens, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to stop the Kansas City Chiefs. 5.9 yards allowed per carry. I think that's the one that's thing. But that's also the Browns run game. That's also Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and an offensive line that I think everybody acknowledges on the medal stand in the NFL. I don't know that Baltimore has the horses, particularly with the Stanley injury, to be able to sustain that. So it's going to be some improvisational skills. We talked about Darren Waller before. Mark Andrews is going to have to have, you know, pull a rabbit out of his hat uh, to make something happen here. He absolutely is going to have to pull the rabbit out of the hat. Remember, Kansas City Chiefs, they play without the Honey Badger. The Honey Badger gets everyone lined up. Mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew is a huge part of this defense of Paulson, not only as a player, but as a communicator and a traffic cop. And so his presence helped them. They missed him a week ago, which is part of the reason why the Browns had so much success on the ground. All right. It's pick time. Chiefs minus four on the road. Uh, Give me the Chiefs. Uh, Outright. That's not enough. I'm surprised. And that number? I'm surprised that it's not even bigger. It should be a bigger number. I'm going to go with the Chiefs on that. Yeah. As as much as I uh, like to believe in the power of Lamar Jackson it just seems like everything's stacked against him because if he comes out of this a winner then he's the hero of the day he'll take the narrative and the mantle from whatever Matthew Stafford was a week ago but yeah four seems uh, a little low I guess the home field fans get it it seems like a little low it seems like they're trying to bait us in maybe they know something we don't know but baiting in I, I would concur all right next game Falcons and Buccaneers. Carl Sheffers and his crew, well, they've got the Buccaneers. We watched them march up and down on the Cowboys in the season opener, which seems like a lifetime ago at this point. Buccaneers, 13-point favorites against the Falcons, who are absolutely worked from pillar to post uh, like a prelim bomb on your Saturday morning (laughs) wrestling card uh, against the Eagles, who we had a lot of questions about. We'll talk about them a little later on this hour. Uh, But 51.5 is your total. Uh, From all reports, Ronald Jones is going to get back out uh, of the doghouse, which would be great because Leonard Fournette trying to catch passes is an adventure. It is not a pretty sight uh, watching him try to corral things. And this is where the box score reading gets bad, right? Tampa Bay, it's like, oh, there were two interceptions on Brady. It's like, well, one was a Hail Mary and the other was off Fournette's hands. What do you want him to do? Uh, But and it's not Tom Brady uh, praising. It's just, you know, your typical hot take nonsense that you have on sports talk radio and TV. Uh, And we talked about it before. The Godwin drop and fumble loss. Gronk running around like it was 2013 again. Uh, you've got so many weapons. A.B. missed practice, but like a lot of veterans, I think Bruce Arians just kind of gave him the day off to go soak up some sun. Uh, for Atlanta, Matt Ryan, just 164 yards, sacked three times. 
a miserable day at the office. Mike Davis was bottled up, so no uh, even attempt to try to get a run game off here. And we watched Jalen Hurts and that Nick Sirianni offense just have their way. I didn't think Atlanta's defense was going to be good. Bucky coming in, we talked about it last week. I could not have expected it to be that bad. Yeah, so typically it's never as good as it appears and it's never as bad as it seems. And so just because the Falcons laid an egg a week ago doesn't mean that they're absolutely hard. We'll get a better sense of who they are after this week. I expect them to play better. I also expect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to play better because that experience against the Dallas Cowboys let them know the kind of energy that they're always going to face every week from opponents. Opponents are using them as the gauge to see if they have a viable chance of being a Super Bowl contender. After coming away with the win in ugly fashion, Buccaneers play better, even though that line is crazy to think about. I mean, we're talking about almost two touchdowns. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. Tom Brady's going to play great. Keep an eye on Antonio Brown. I believe right now he is their best receiver. Mm-hmm. Look for another 100-yard day from him because the Falcons have no one who can defend him as their number three corner. Yeah, I think the only thing that really gives the the Falcons a, a puncher's chance here are the injuries in the secondary for Tampa Bay. They lost Murphy. Uh, Bunting went down uh, that, with now, 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 by, by puncher's chance, are you saying they have a butterbean chance? Like, that's what you're saying? Exactly. You're saying, you're saying they're going to rear back and uh, close I'm just saying with that plus 13, just, yes. Just throw a haymaker <laughs> yes. over the top. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe a couple of long balls to Ridley <laughs> for to help your fantasy squad. And, you know, we you, you had these – you know, tongue-in-cheek uh, Mac Jones, the great Mac Jones. Uh, we didn't see a lot of the great <laughs> Kyle Pitts in week one for the Falcons either. Remember no. how he was coronated? Oh, he they was, had statues he was, all over they, they the greater ready. Atlanta area built before he played a game. They were ready to acknowledge his greatness. They were ready to really get it, get his bust erected and put him in Canton before we saw a game. I think the conversation would be tempered a little bit after that debut. Yeah, I'll take Tampa. I'll lay the points. Two touchdowns. Uh, normally, you, you get into that kind of territory, and you're like, nah, no. Uh, both the big spreads today for me, I'm feeling are uh, feeling pretty good about. And if it goes badly, well, that's 10 extra miles that you get to watch me sweat out and curse uh, as I rewatch the game tape uh, at 1-900-LOSE-MY-ACE. And I say it that way because it's a Chicago thing, uh, and it's also spelled with a couple of Zs. Uh, More on that at Swollen Dome on Twitter. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday. And coming up next, we get to a battle of, well, NFC South squads. And I don't know what I saw and whether I want to believe what I saw from a week ago. Bucky will try to either talk me back onto the fence or off it. Coming up next here on Fox. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we got fighting music, and it's appropriate because it's a Sunday morning of NFL action. Week two, one game in the books, another 14 glorious games today, and then another one tomorrow night to cap things off, as we'll have the Packers in redemption mode, perhaps, at home against the Detroit Lions. We'll get into that game a little bit later, but Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks with you as we've got six more games to go. Let's roll to Carolina. Saints and Panthers. The New Orleans Saints, another road favorite. Seems like I'm a broken record this morning. Three-point favorites on the road against Matt Rule, Sam Darnold, and the Carolina Panthers. 44-and-a-half is your total on this one, Ron Torbert uh, and his officiating crew. Why do I make note of them? Well, you hate them in-game. I should give them the nod uh, pre-game so you can make a note so you don't have to wait for the graphic to come up or the announcer to tell you later. Uh, Jameis Winston, 148 yards. The big five touchdowns in the blowout win over Green Bay. That game was played in Jacksonville, 14 of 20 uh, on the day. A nice, efficient effort from Jameis. He did have that one pass play of over 50 yards. So we start getting into those numbers and it's like, all right, real mirage. Just everything worked uh, in the playbook. Jawan Johnson, two touchdowns. The tight end, Kamara, 23 touches, 91 yards for Carolina. Go figure. Christian McCaffrey comes back, just put the ball in his hands. Good things are going to happen. And, well, playing the Jets in week one probably didn't hurt either, but they get out to a lead. They hold on. Darnold victorious. Now at home, a slight underdog. What do you make of Jabez and the Saints coming out of week one? Obviously the hyperbole, Bucky, of, oh, look, everything's going to be just the same. Uh, I uh, Tap the brakes is always what we say. I want to see part two. 
Yeah, I definitely want to see part two, but I will say this. Sean Payton is one of the best offensive play designers that we have seen in this league. And what great play designers can do is they can make the game easy for the quarterback. Even though Jameis Winston didn't have a ton of yards, the five touchdowns were significant because what Sean Payton was able to do, make Jameis Winston very, very comfortable. And if you go all the way back and you think about what Sean Payton was working around Drew Brees at the end of Drew Brees' career, Drew Brees couldn't push the ball down the field. Well, the one element that this offense now suddenly has with Jameis Winston, the deep ball reappears. We saw the deep ball in the third or fourth quarter when he took the shot. It's about Jameis Winston not feeling like he has to play hero ball from the pocket. As long as he plays within the confines of the system, the New Orleans Saints are going to be fine. I think the bigger thing is how that defense played. Don't underestimate Chris Richard's impact on this defense. He replaced Aaron Glenn as his defensive, uh, not as the secondary coach. He will help Dennis Allen be not even more creative, but more detailed when it comes to the coverage that they play. We'll see what the uh, speed receivers do. Uh, Marquez Callaway was a guy that was hyped out of a big preseason, just a couple of targets mm-hmm. week one, limited uh, by injury. But it's funny, you look at the injury uh, report for this week, Bucky. Uh, Panthers list really none, but you got Quan Alexander, Marcus Davenport, Pete Werner, Chase Hansen all out. Uh, you've also got several members of your secondary. Marshawn Lattimore with the mm-hmm. thumb injury, expected to play. P.J. Williams, a back injury. And Gardner Johnson, when he's not fighting teammates or opponents, he's now got a knee injury. Yeah. So that, that's an awful lot of uh, red ink. A lot, lot of red ink, but not only that, all the coaches that are out. Yeah, eight so, guys with co- in COVID protocol. So all the coaches out. So this, Sean Payton is actually being a Pop Warner coach today. Sean Payton is coaching the offense. He's helping with the defense and special teams. He's making sure everyone has their minimum play. Juice box. Yes. Get get their halftime treats. Sean Payton, if he pulls this off today, we got to give him a little extra award because this would be coach of the year type stuff. He's able to do it shorthanded. So are you going to give him the W minus three on the road? I'm I'm going with the Saints. I'm all in on the Saints. All in on the Saints. I'm going to go the other way. Why? Because it's interesting. And better fodder. And if I'm wrong, Bucky can mock me on social media all week long. Uh, Matt Rule, uh, I'm curious to watch the the downfield weapons. Again, with all those injuries on defense, coaching thing is really an interesting piece to all of this. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, the coaches have to be on their P's and Q's. This is one where because of that, Sean Payton offensively, he might manage the game a little differently in terms of maybe we play a little more possession, maybe we play a little more keep away. Let's try and minimize how much we have to expose our coaching staff because we don't have as many eyes on what's taking place on the field. That was Bucky telling you as a flex play, Tony Jones might be worth a look-see as as the second running back in that New Orleans offense. Is that fair? Maybe? That might be fair. All right. That might be fair. All right. Let's go to the next game. 49ers at Eagles. Now, we talked about a lot about the Eagles and what they were doing, and we did uh, – what might have been a master's class at the break. So we kind of have to replicate that. You got your your dry okay. run on that one, Bucky. In terms of all the good things and the feels that Nick Sirianni, a lot of questions about the Eagles coming in. And again, the Atlanta Falcons are what they are, but you, you can only beat who's on the schedule. And what we saw was a team taking advantage of everything Jalen Hurts does right. And with all the questions of they're going to trade for this guy, they signed this guy, they made this other trade, all of that. At least for the moment, he looks like he's just, you know what, it's my team. 
until it's not. So let's go play football. And they put up the 32 points doing all combination of things that we've seen Jalen Hurts do going back to the collegiate level. And I loved it. I love what he did. Basically what Nick Sirianni did is Nick Sirianni looked back at the tape that Jalen Hurts had played not only at Oklahoma but at Alabama, and he started to build a playbook and a game plan around those things. In the first game against the Falcons, you saw Jalen Hurts do a lot of swing passes, a lot of bubble screens, a lot of quick rhythm throws right at the line of scrimmage. It's the equivalent of a youth basketball player hitting a bunch of layups. You hit a bunch of layups, then you move out 10 feet, you begin to knock those shots down. That's what Nick Sirianni did. He also utilized his legs, let him run a little bit. As a result, man, Jalen Hurts looked outstanding. But now that you put that on tape, how do you respond when the 49ers are all on that? I want to know, do they have more pitches in the bag for Jalen Hurts? But I like the debut. Can they replicate it against a much tougher 49ers defense than the one that they face in week one. 49ers three-point favorites on the road. Greenlaw is out from that linebacking core. And obviously, we know Raheem Mostert done for the year. It means more Elijah Mitchell, means more hasty. Trey Sermon, who was a healthy mm-hmm. scratch week one, expected to see more time uh, behind Jimmy Garoppolo. We saw a little bit of Trey Lance, and mm-hmm. everybody got excited. And then it was, well, the Jimmy Garoppolo show to the big win against Detroit. Again, a nice comeback in the end, but it was 38-17 after three. And you saw what Garoppolo, again, another win in that column, still over 75%. He finds a way to get it done. And this system is terrific. Kyle Shanahan's system, to me, is one of the best offensive systems that we've seen uh, coming down from his father. They do a great job of running and controlling the game. This is an interesting matchup because the Eagles' defense is pretty good. And I think we haven't given them enough credit. This game, I believe, is a really, really tight game. And it's going to come down to Jimmy Garoppolo being able to make plays in the passing game late in the game, not early. If the Eagles can put this on Jimmy Garoppolo, I like their chances of getting a dub against the Niners. There you go. I've already written mine down. Philly, Philly. And I like, and we'll send the tape of it back to Philly because you also were talking about layups and moving out. You just gave them the blueprint of how to fix Ben Simmons' unwillingness to shoot the basketball from beyond six feet. He, doesn't need, he doesn't need to shoot. He just needs to be great at what he does and hit free throws. If he just hits free throws, Ben Simmons can be okay. He doesn't need to shoot a jumper and all Occasionally, that. you have to at least pretend no, like you want don't to. Even, don't even spare up. Just keep going to the rack. Okay. Pass and do all that other stuff. We'll, we'll agree to disagree. We'll get back, <laughs> when we get to back to basketball season, we'll talk about it a bit more. Uh, so you're on Philly with me on this one? I am on Philly with all you. All right. Now. So we'll take the home squad there. All right. We've got four more games to roll through with you here. Week two of the National Football League season. But first, we're going to pop it over to Isaac Lowenkron, at Isaac Lowenkron on Twitter, to give us an update of the injury news, notes, and chaos across the sporting landscape. What's up, Ilo? Chaos is an apt word, Mike and Bucky, because... Tom Pelissero of NFL Media just reported that two more New Orleans Saints assistant coaches will not attend today's game at Carolina because of COVID protocols. That brings the total of Saints assistant coaches sidelined from the sideline today to nine. Pelissero, however, reports that all the Saints coaches and other personnel who tested positive for COVID this past week are doing well with only modest symptoms typical of vaccinated people. And the two cases that were new that were reported on Saturday were related to the original cluster and had been monitored as close contact. I like that you keep using the term cluster. 
Because everybody out there, y'all smiled. Yeah. Because that was a good that was good wordsmithing, buddy. I appreciate that. That's half of a term, if I can put it that way. Correcto right? mundo. In college football, there was a cluster of over a hundred and nine thousand <laughs> fans to watch number ten Penn State defeat twenty second ranked Auburn twenty eight to twenty as Sean Clifford completed twenty eight of thirty two for two eighty and two touchdown passes. Number twenty three BYU improved to three and zero, forcing four turnovers at a twenty seven to seventeen win over 19th ranked Arizona State at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. 13th ranked UCLA coming off a seemingly signature victory against LSU was hosting Fresno State. UCLA clung to a narrow lead in the dying seconds. Here are Paul Loeffler, Pat Hill, and Cam Worrell on Fox Sports 1340 in Fresno. Shotgun snap, blitz coming. Hayner for the corner. Touchdown! Touchdown! Fresno State! And with 14 seconds left in the Rose Bowl, (laughs) the Bulldogs once again have recaptured the lead. Final score, Fresno State 40, UCLA 37. Insult added to injury big time, savagely after the game as the Fresno State football Twitter account posted, quote, see you next time, Los Angeles, unquote. The loss in Los Angeles they spelled with two S's. Oh, snap. Earlier on Saturday, number one, Alabama. What a thriller at 11th ranked Florida, 31 to 29. I'm happy as hell. Are you really, though? FCS Northern Arizona upset Arizona 21-19, their first win over the Wildcats since 1932. Mike and Bucky, back to you. Appreciate that, Ilo. uh, I just have to give this one note because it's one of the greatest Wikipedia entries ever. Uh, Pat Hill, who you acknowledged on the call there, former Fresno State coach. He was there when when David Carr was the quarterback back in the day. Met him uh, all those years ago. But the first line of his Wikipedia page, Lawrence Patrick Hill is an American football coach, former player, and hot dog race announcer. <laughs> hot dog race announcer. I did not expect that to appear in the uh, Wikipedia. So there you go. Uh, adding value wow. on a Sunday morning and a little bit of levity as we roll through the the games of week two. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for tuning in, uh, making us part of your day. Uh, get all the audio from our, our shows throughout the week and weekend uh, at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you pull down your audio, download them, give them five, five stars, uh, evangelize friends, family. Whether you love or hate the content they're in, maybe we picked against your team and now you're mad at me. Tell your friends. Form a little mob to yell at me at the <laughs> local bar. It's all good. All right, let's get back into the games. Titans at Seahawks. Oh, wow. Week one for your Tennessee Titans. Seahawks, six and a half point favorites at home. 54 is your total. Titans absolutely bludgeoned by the Arizona Cardinals. One of, I mean, I picked them to go far, expecting great things. Instead, all I got was a $10,000 fine doled out to Julio Jones uh, and his coach mad at him. Uh, and Mike Vrabel being mad at you is not a good thing. Uh, but the game script got out, got away very quickly. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry struggled early and then was a non-factor. 17 carries, 58 yards. Tannehill under duress all day. Chandler Jones had a season oh. in one week. Woo. Right, Taylor Lewan yeah. took to social media and just said, I stunk. It's like, that's great. Yeah. In-game adjustments should have at least told you, hey, this guy's having a game. What are we doing? 
Yeah, that's a tough one. And that's a, I mean, that's a stinker. Taylor Mawan will bounce back uh, and play better. This is a tough matchup for the Tennessee Titans because, look, if you haven't experienced a game in the Pacific Northwest with the 12s, it is a different deal. And they've been and so silenced a while, but They have been quiet for two. So they are going to be ready and fully engaged in this one. Here's what you need to look for. Structured offense helped Russell Wilson play better. The system was great. Um, The running game and the balance of the passing game. I say this as much as people say let Russ cook. I believe Russ is better when he orders Postmates. Fewer (laughs) pass attempts, running game. Not a sponsor. He's beginning to lean on that defense. When the Seattle Seahawks play that way, that is their recipes for success. I think they can still do it and play the same way against Tennessee Titans. Carson, 16 carries, 91 yards. His health is going to be a key to how far they go uh, this season. they got to have him. Right, because we've seen Rashad Penny can't stay healthy. And at this point, Baltimore signed anybody that was a free agent. Yeah. Except for Frank Gore. This is how Frank Gore gets back into the league. You like that? I'm trying to endorse Frank Gore. Frank uh, Frank Gore still playing. You still want Frank Gore to play? I I just like the fact that you'd have a running back in year 17 of his NFL career. So crazy. Well, and that he's closer to my age than most of the guys playing, Bucky. I got (laughs) to hold out hope. All I got is Tom Brady at this point. Uh, Seattle, six and a half. They're Mm. a touchdown better, aren't they? They are. Jamal Adams, big game. All right, Seahawks, we're both on board. All right, let's get another one in. Lions and Packers. The big Monday night affair. This will be an Adrian Hill officiated game with his crew. Why? It's we, we bring it up. It's Monday night football, which means anything that happens to one team or the other will be magnified on a whole other level. Uh, and certainly there is history in terms of officiating becoming part of the game. Zadarius Smith to the IR. Packers, a robust 12-point favorite at home. 48.5 is your total. Detroit, after a rough start, they kept fighting for Dan Campbell and that staff. Jared Goff comes away with big numbers and Folks can dismiss it as garbage time. There's still professionals playing football, right? So as much as coverages may change, you still have to make throws. You still have to make throws. You still have to make plays. But this, I feel like they set up for failure in this one. This one's a tough one. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers played awful in week one. It's a Monday night game, national TV, the conversation and the narrative. Everyone is taking shots at Aaron Rodgers, including yours truly. He responds because he's prideful. He's a three-time MVP. They find a way to play better. They will play. Look, they'll, they'll, they'll knock the Lions out of the box, but I still have long-term concerns about this team. I, I wanted to go find your tweet because I, I oh, retweeted so it. I read it on air. I, ga- I gave you as much uh, love as, and shine as one possibly can uh, related to your Aaron Rodgers tweet, but certainly – you know, and I asked Jay Glazer when he joined us, Bucky, it's like, all right, is this a a season-long, everybody's-just-on-eggshells thing, or is it a blip, all right, we had our, our dud, we, we scored our three points like we did against Tampa a year ago, and we're able to shake it off and get back to work? No, I think this is a, is, is a long-term problem, not just because of Aaron Rodgers. I worry about their entire team. We've heard about Devontae Adams complaining about his contract. Uh, Zadarius Smith, who's on IR, has complained about his contract and those things. I don't know if it's all hunky-dory in that locker room right now. And so they have to smooth all of those things out 
smooth it over before they can even begin to be a team that can vie for a championship. And one of the things you and I talked about a little bit off air, going back to the end of last year, I don't, I don't think as much was made about leadership and control mm-hmm. by Aaron Rodgers in mm-hmm. those waning moments as should have been. It's something I've harped on all offseason. It's like, you're the leader of this squad. You yeah. you had the ability. You had timeouts in your pocket. If you didn't like the play call, you've had no problem shaking that off yeah. for everybody your entire career. But now you're going to run what Matt LaFleur calls, or if mm-hmm. the field goal unit is getting ready to come on, you're going to acquiesce and give up the field? Yeah, it's a different deal. And so leadership matters. Culture matters. And this is overblown. I know there's been a conversation about, oh, this is the last dance. But the difference is – those Bulls teams have won titles. This collection of Packers has not won titles. So what what are we last dancing to? We're not a championship team who has a, a formula for winning. We don't know the recipe for success. Been to back-to-back NFC championship games and been absolutely obliterated in each of those games. So what is it that we're doing? And so the Packers have a lot to fix before we can say that, hey, this team is absolutely the best team in the NFC. By the way, the whole last dance thing, he still also has another year on that deal. And oh, just yeah. saying, I still don't like it here, yeah. doesn't mean the Packers have to acquiesce. Oh, no. No. So I, I think you're in for another long, protracted battle when it's all done. I'll take Green Bay to win the game. I think the back door is going to stay open and Golf and Company uh, do beat the spread and that 12. I think the Packers cover. There I you think go. This is the end. This would be the best game that we see from the Packers all year. There you go. If nothing else, to silence the loudmouths here on Sports Talk Radio and, and on television. At Bucky Brooks on Twitter, where you find him, find me over at Swollen Dome. We have two games remaining on our slate, and then we'll wrap up with some news and notes uh, and general thoughts leading into these games. Thanks for hanging with us. This is Fox Sports Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or... Check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, 
have a plan, and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. Hey, are you tired of waiting around for hot water? You choose Navian and get instant hot water for spa-like comfort while you lower your bills. That's right. A bill that you can actually lower in this day and age. Save hundreds on a Navian tankless water heater with local rebates at tanklessmadesimple.com. You find Bucky on Twitter, at Bucky Brooks, all the breakdown of the games, uh, and certainly digitally at foxsports.com, NFL Network, FS1, here with me every Sunday as we roll up the games uh, of the NFL slate. Little college recaps at the start. Uh, his uh, Tar Heels scored 59 points I don't know that you need, because if you lose that game, then you get real problems. Uh, but it's entertaining for the people in attendance, Bucky. It It, it is entertaining <laughs> for people in attendance, for sure. You know, you got to light, light up that scoreboard every chance. I mean, that's, that's uh, what it get. is. That's what it is. It's all about offense, 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 particularly at the collegiate level. Style points. Keep moving it forward. All right, we got two games left to go. Let's get it. Vikings and Cardinals. 50 and a half is your total, Arizona. Given three and a half, the impressive week one victory in blowout fashion over would-be contender Tennessee. Minnesota drops an overtime game to the Cincinnati Bengals. You did have Captain Kirk go for 351 and two in the loss. They gave up 366 yards of offense. And they have a number of players missing from that defense today. Uh, as we look at this game, Bucky, uh, we talk a lot about just letting your quarterback be himself mm-hmm. and, and utilizing the skills. And we saw Kyler Murray week one bolstered by the great performance of the defense. But Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins doing crazy DeAndre Hopkins things. And the run game, while it's going to be a workload split, for fantasy purposes, it's going to be maddening. They put up over 120 yards on the ground, plus their work in the passing game. That's a recipe for success for a guy in Cliff Kingsbury that would be on the short list of potentially being uh, on the hot seat, as it were. Oh, There's no potentially. He is on the hot seat in terms of having to get this going. It seems like he's kind of figured it out, but really the part that is most impressive about the Arizona Cardinals has been the defense. Everyone saw Chandler Jones had the five sacks, but the coverage and the blitz pressure, Vance Joseph dialing it up. Keep an eye on the two young linebackers, Xavier Collins, Isaiah Simmons, young guys who are versatile and dynamic. They're finding a way to unleash these guys. This could be a very, very tough one uh, for the Minnesota Vikings, particularly if they can't get Dalvin Cook untracked. Darisaw out for the offensive line, uh, the first-round pick for the Vikings. Everson Griffin with a concussion after a whole incident with a deer. 
Not often you get that in your injury news and notes mm. over the course of a week. Anthony Barr is out. Harrison Hand is out. So you've got a number of injuries piling up. Arizona minus three and a half at home. I'll take the Cardinals. Let's roll that offense up with all those defensive injuries. All right, I'm going with you again. I'm going with you on the Cardinals. I think we the are agreeing on too many games. Too many games. So now either my record is going to look awful because I'm agreeing with you so much, or we just happen to have great minds think alike. Yeah, kind of it, look, you can blame it on me. Just say I did a good sell job on yes. whatever the take was, and and I'll own it uh, because it'll be an extra five miles per per game lost, oh. which means Quadzilla will return, and I'll be in shape. Uh, closer to you. So when we get back on the golf course, maybe like my it. stamina will be there. I like it. We just got to keep Ben Maller from using his tees in the middle of the fairway. Well, there that. there is that. Fortunately, it was a, uh, you know, for fun <laughs> event. Otherwise, if there were if there was money on the line and any of that, that would have gotten bad. Uh, more on that golf tournament in future weeks because that was a lot of fun. We should do that again. Got to get back. There we go. Hey, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. And it's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that do take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes based on a 2021 Nielsen report. Limitations do apply. Now for our final game. Cowboys and Chargers. Oh, another one that we can do 35 minutes on. Uh, No question about it. A big one at SoFi as Jerry and company. I watched the uh, dedication last week when the Rams opened the stadium and Jerry Jones was the one of the first faces to appear on the Jumbotron, almost like he was watching. Tony Correnti and company uh, have this game. 55 the total. The Chargers great offense game plan. Balaga goes to IR, but Slater and Lindsley and that offensive line a tremendous job against that Washington front. We look at Dallas big gaudy numbers from Dak Prescott and company, but all the concern on Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, see, I'm not necessarily concerned about Ezekiel Elliott because this, to me, was Kellen Moore saying that rather than run against a brick wall that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into your defense, let's see if we can have more take advantage of the more favorable matchups on the outside. Throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. Try to find a way to get Zeke involved. Zeke was terrific in pass protection. Yep. Different. I think a different game plan this week. Ezekiel Elliott gets a little more uh, involved in the offense, more touches, more plays. Should see a better effort. This is a big one. This is a big game for the Cowboys. Chris Harris out with the shoulder. Talked about Balaga. Obviously, for the Cowboys, offensive and defensive line issues uh, at play. Zach Martin back in, but Lyle Collins out. And then Demarcus Lawrence out with the foot injury. Uh, the Chargers favored by three. What say you? Let's go with the Chargers. Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley's defense gives them the nod. Uh, Chargers to win outright. I think the Cowboys may cover. There you go. I've got him, uh, the Chargers winning and beating the spread. This is going to be crazy. He's Bucky. I'm Mike. What a fun week. Enjoy the games, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com with amex terms apply Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.